Hello and welcome everyone to episode one of the Sky Temple podcast. An exercise in enthusiastic rambling about explorers of Sky ROM hacks. My name is Max Scherz. You come to you live from the U.S. West Coast and from down under in Australia. I'm joined by Yakoman. Are you ready for us to wing it today? The first of many excellent podcasts that are going to get one million listeners. I am so ready, and I am so ready for just fame and fortune. One million listeners, here we come. Thanks. First of one million. If you're watching this, or wa watching this on the, the YouTube application, um, or listening, I still haven't actually decided if we're going to upload this to a real podcast app. Uh, might happen, I don't know. You are you're one of one million. You know what I'm saying? You are, you are part of the movement. Uh, for Sky Temple to have a podcast. <laughs> okay. So, uh, <clears throat> first question you might have to yourself is, uh, why in the world is there a Sky Temple podcast? And there's a simple reason for this. Sky Temple, a program that has been around in uh, public form, the public beta was released in summer 2020s, 2020s, 2020. And for all intents and purposes, this is the beginning of... PMD ROM hacking. There have been some PMD ROM hacks before this. There have been some forms of modding. However, it was extremely inaccessible. You know, there's a, a common thing that I see on the internet of people going, well, how come there's, it took so long for ROM hacks to get started? It's because there wasn't any tool worth a damn for people to use until Sky Temple, basically. So for, for all intents and purposes, it started about two years ago. Now, two years later, uh, the Sky Temple community has recently finished up its third hack jam, and after this point, we now have 60 listed projects on the Sky Temple hack directory, which means not only these are not only hacks that exist, they are hacks that are in some kind of playable form, either totally completed uh, or in some kind of demo form, which is awesome, but with this, uh, an issue has arose where there are people who have not been in on the loop since 2020, and they're coming in late and seeing all these projects and are getting a little overwhelmed with choice. Um, and, and right now, the, the, the Sky Temple community has no real kind of like cultivation and no tastemakers. And this is something that is, was very much on purpose because uh, at, at the beginning, this is a very extremely collaborative, extremely supportive community uh, and still is, of course. But uh, over time, it has become clear that this philosophy is something that may not totally always be in the best interest of growing the scene for the peer consumers of the community, um, as well as not really properly celebrating those that are pushing the scene forward, which is something that has clearly been happening. You know, it's, it's sort of a... Uh, if everyone's a winner, no one is. That type of thing has started to creep up. My belief is that there are two solutions to this. One is a Sky Temple podcast uh, in which we plan to talk about some of these projects. Uh, in reality, most of these projects in detail after the initial hype cycle has come and gone, right? Because uh, as we all know, the internet loves its recency, right? Once you get your YouTube reaction videos out of there, you get your uh, your Reddit posts, you get your tweets and 
whatever else. All that's just based on recency, no kind of preservation going on. We are going to be talking about projects after the hype cycle has come and gone. The dust has settled. And uh, ideally, we're going to be getting some interviews uh, with creators to get their perspective on things. Because there's a lot of smart motherfuckers in this community. And I want this podcast to be a platform for creators to talk about their projects. Um, what inspires them. You know, the stuff they were trying to do and where they, where they think the scene is going. That's, I, I think that we should just be talking about it. Pretty much that. I'm going to be talking uh, with Yakuman about his various hacking projects later on in the show as well, so look forward to that. Uh, but first, second of those solutions that we were talking about, Yakuman, are you excited for this one? I am definitely excited. I think this is, this is something that I think, I think this, is a, this is a great idea, and I hope you guys are all excited for this, because I think, as, as Max said, there is just a just a gluttony of content out there, and it, it, can, it, it we I've seen it, and you've seen it too. Just a lot of people just don't know where to start, and and don't know, I guess, what 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 are the real standout hacks that really shine in 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 this community? While we all, you know, just I mean, every hack that I have played is is fantastic, but this is. I'm really excited. So, um, yeah, Max, do you do you want to you want to you want to reveal it, or do you want me to reveal it? Uh, you could you could go ahead. I felt like you were going into it right there. Do it. <laughs> okay. All right. So we are introducing here on the Sky Temple podcast the first annual Sky Temple Hack of the Year awards. So. Right now, as you may know from the Hack Jams, uh, that we do give out awards each Hack Jam for various different categories uh, and, and also a best hack at the end. These are, uh, are, are decided by both uh, a jury that volunteers their time to play all these hacks and we also have a, uh, a community vote as, as well. Uh, and really, we do want this to be a community celebration over all else. And, you know, if... <laughs> if um if if we sort of decide ourselves it's 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 going to be very yeah, very biased i think so we want it to be all about you more details will become available as we get closer to the end of the year and we you know everything that's planned and what that'll be sent out uh, hopefully soon but i know i know this is something max you've wanted for a very long time um and yeah that's i mean correct. i'd love to yeah, I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to hear more. About, I guess about why why you want to do this, and 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 if 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 I haven't already talked about it enough. No, definitely. Um, couple things. So I, I, that bullet that you were stuck on for a while. See, th this is the downfall, folks. When you're doing a podcast yeah. of just doing uh, on the off the riff bullets, because he was reading that. He's like, "What are you even talking about?" Um, <laughs> for, uh, you can what, what the it, first episode. What, yeah, it's the first episode. Give us a break. On uh, for for one of these points here, um, <laughs> the, the way it's written on the sheet says, "If I have any say in the matter, it'll be very over the top and very stupid." And by that, I mean uh, in, in my head, what I have envisioned. I don't want to like lock this in, so I probably shouldn't be saying it on record. But whatever. Subject to change. All subject to change, folks. Um, what's playing right now is there's going to be some 
some like stupid campy uh live stream you know awards show where um <clears throat> you know we're gonna have like jeff keely and company holding a, a fucking card uh and saying what the hack of the year is gonna be not literally obviously <laughs> you know how it is jeff keely he is the yeah. he is that guy right I'm not getting him confused with someone else. Yes, it is. It is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good. No, I, I, am, I am a, a game award. You have outed me as a game awards watcher. I, Uh-oh. I, I, I <laughs> is charged. Uh, God. okay. I watch it too. It's a, it's a, the sinful indulgence. What's year? As I just a Nintendo get gamer, mad. I get dis. <laughs> As a Nintendo gamer, I get disappointed every year. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, th- this is something that I have. I I personally wanted this to happen last year. It's just that I was. My life is pretty busy. Uh, with between work, a lot of personal stuff, and also crunching the hell out of uh explorers of the spirit which released earlier this year and uh will 1000 percent be uh nominated for these hack of the year awards as i'm sure you're going to nominate your own shit as well yeah <laughs> uh hey this is max i'm recording this after we already went through the whole podcast, I realize this part sounds a little weird because I say that we are both going to nominate our hacks. What I really meant is that we are going to submit our hacks. That was just the wrong word being used. Nominations are still being done by a jury as we talk about later on. Okay, back to the show. But yeah, th- this year is... Long story short, it, it's a much better position for me to, a, as well as others on the um, mod team and other parts of the community that I think maybe uh, maybe willing to help out with all this stuff. But in terms of just like org- organizational and getting the ball running, um, there is stuff planned. Like I said before, I don't want to s- just talk about everything all in detail here because. One, it would go on forever. And two, um, I don't want to lock everything in totally. I guess if there is interest in just having a, a rough outline of how everything's going to go sent out, that's something that can be done. Just let us know in, uh, I don't know. I don't know how you'd let us know. Comment, comment down below and uh Press the like button and subscribe. And what else do you do? <laughs> hit that bell. I think yeah, that's hit, what they yeah, say. That's right. I like watch videos. <laughs> yeah, all that shit. And uh, download, sub- subscribe to us on podcast services if we're doing that. I still don't know if we are. Probably not. Um, if there's popular demand, we may we may do that. Yeah. This episode one. <laughs> I feel the need to say that again. Um, And yeah, that's that's kind of leading into the reason why that we want to talk about Hack of the Year Awards so early, because this is going to be uploaded in June 2022. Um, The reason why is because we need judges. Uh, For the hack jams that occurred, judging has historically only been open to those that have created hacks, and everyone else is kind of relegated to being... Uh, you can get our community vote. And there's a reason for that, because 
some of these categories talking about stuff like some of these categories like you know most technical um best custom dungeon assets design. dungeon design this is all stuff that there, there's kind of a perception that if you don't even work with a program then can you vote on these kind of things? Well, you can, but are you going to have as informed of an opinion as someone who regularly works with the program and knows how hard it is to do this stuff, basically? Yeah. We're throwing yeah. that out the window for a hack of the year because we're trying to put a higher emphasis on, uh, while, of, of course, obviously having that background is something that's still helpful for all those same reasons, uh, we think it is more important to just open up the field to anyone that has played most of these hacks because we're anticipating there's not a lot of people who have played everything. Um, you know, a lot of people have kind of voiced that it's been it's been hard to find time to even play through all those hack jam hacks, and a lot of those are like an hour long, <laughs> and they have a, a decent amount of time to play through them all. So it, it's one of those things where, um, Personally, I, I, yeah, would, I, I would not want anyone to judge my hack if they have not played through it all. I guess that's yeah, kind of how uh, I thought of it. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I, I totally, like, e e like f for me, like, outside of the hack jam, I have, I have only personally only played two hacks. Yours, Max, the uh, Explorers of the Spirit, download it, please. Play it. You will not be disappointed. Facts. <laughs> and, Facts. um... And and also um, another one which we hope to hope to have in a future episode, PMD abridged, which I'm sure um, you you might have seen out there on YouTube and, and all that. I know it's attracting a, a bit of a, a crowd outside of Sky Temple uh, a, a little bit, but uh, yeah, th those those are the two hacks. Again, guilty as charged. I, I, apart from the hack jam hacks that I judged for the last one. Uh, I haven't played very many, so yeah, it's the struggle is real. Right, yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that necessarily because I know that there's people out there who play every new hack as soon as they come out. It's just, if you guys are trying to be judges, I'm just, just throwing this out there early because by the time judges are going to be decided, it'll be probably, uh, it'll probably be about like four to six weeks, roughly, until voting's done. The way I see it, some of these projects are, are long. Um, and as we're yeah. going to talk about work in progress, hacks are going to be eligible as well. So if you're trying to play through, I mean, Explorers of the Spirit is a 20 hour game. You know, a lot of these, uh, work in pro progress, uh, full length hacks are hovering around like eight to 12 hours right now. And there's multiple of those. And I'm anticipating that they're probably going to want to nominate themselves because why not? Right? Like. Give me a chance to get that sweet, prestigious award, um, in theory. I guess we'll see how it plays out, but it seems like a lot of creators, when I kind of threw this idea out there, were very excited at the proposition. Now, not for necessarily um, awards, Hack of the Year awards, because this is being dropped on this podcast, but uh, <laughs> just kind of the idea of like celebrating creators in general, um, you know, they're all, I mean, they're all for that, obviously, but you'd, I don't know. Sometimes you wouldn't think so, because sometimes you get communities that are very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they could, they, they could, like couldn't they care more or less. Not supportive, I suppose. 
I guess. That's not what I'm looking for. Very, uh... Whatever. <laughs> I'm just... I, I don't know if you can hear that. I was, I was trying to, um... I was trying to smack the damn... My damn desk and get an idea. Boggling into my head. It works like that sometimes, but... But the Sky Temple community is, is definitely... Like, enthusiastic. It's enthusiastic supportive supportive like out of all the internet communities and i think you know it is probably one of the the friendliest supportive communities i've i've been a part of on the internet so you know and i think the 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 fact that i think and i think it's just like for me personally i think the recognition as well of of the effort that has been put into all of these hacks if if, if yeah. nothing else like you know i think i think i think this is going to be one of those things where even like where just being nominated is probably going to be an honor in and of itself oh, because it means that someone has someone has taken the time to play your hack and actually think you know what i really enjoyed this hack i'm going to nominate it for hack of the year right no one thousand percent i uh there's i mean the, the competition is very tough as i'm i i think a lot of creators will kind of share the sentiment of uh you know you play through other other creators works and you just go um there's a lot of uh defeatism in this community and i, I don't i don't necessarily mean that in a bad way because uh i i'm kind of guilty of this as well but you play through others works and it's like oh my god this is so much better than anything i do i suck i'm the worst i know that's that's i know <laughs> That's how I feel about all the ASM wizardry. Like I would never, <laughs> I will never get to that level. <laughs> uh, but that's but, what this uh, podcast I know, I know is for. Definitely. That's what this podcast yes. is for. Because you're wrong if you think that, and uh, all all your stuff. If you're looking at it from a uh, from an unbiased lens, as unbiased as you can be in reality, which is uh, not unbiased at all. But uh, <laughs> when you think about it from unbiased, there's, no there's a lot of things that everyone does. Correct, yes. No such thing. Um, we kind of went on a tangent there. Point being, if you want to be a judge, you have probably like five to six months until judges are selected. So start playing through every hack that released in 2022 now. I would highly suggest that and also you may want to go back and uh, play hacks that released in 2021 as well because they will also be eligible for nomination um if their creator so wishes yes do it now <laughs> go <laughs> immediately immediately now stop stop this podcast and start playing hacks <laughs> What's no, the next I think you better wait. I think you better wait until after the podcast is done. Then, then, then play hacks. Yeah, really important. We have to get our um, we have to get our metrics up so that we can uh, start yeah. shilling immediately. Start selling out to uh, Rage Shadow Legends and all those guys. Absolutely, um, I think. Uh, Ed, uh, uh, I, I reckon <laughs> we need. We need how how many views do we need before we uh, we we become a partner? I, don't I know. think one million. Start. We established that at the start. Yes. Yes. You want one in one million. I want to promote. <laughs> the next category on this, um, or next header, I should say, on this Google Doc is uh, categories. Hack of the year categories. I think this is a very exciting part because uh, if you're somebody who's nominating your shit, this is where you get to start to headcanon, like, okay, I'm probably going to get nominated in this one. 
you know, oh, I could, I'm definitely going to win this one. If I don't, then uh, everyone else has no taste because I'm the best ever and um, whatever, all this other stuff. I don't know. Maybe you think that. Maybe you think the opposite because we are just saying that everyone's like very defeatist in this community. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, categories that we have, it's not going to be the exact same as a hack jam because some of them don't make sense. Like, best usage of gimmick. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like there's there's no gimmick. So, um, our categories are hack of the year, self-explanatory. Um, best hack in progress. This one I think is really important. Um, because personally, I would like to encourage more full projects. To put it bluntly, um, I think that is going to be how this community grows both in just getting more more random people to play stuff and you know by extent there's kind of a chain reaction there where there's more exposure leads to more creators coming in leads to you know more projects leads to more exposure etc so i i think a part of that is we should be promoting and celebrating people that are trying to make um large-scale projects and I guess I should just say what we have listed as the uh, limitation that right now. And I quote, any hack that is only submitted in this category hasn't previously been submitted in any other category and hasn't yet reached a 1.0 or equivalent release is eligible for this category. The same hack can be eligible for this category across multiple years as long as it still fits the prior criteria. So basically, if you are a hack in progress, you can't nominate yourself for any of these other ones. You have to be like a 1.0. You know, you get your like one one year that you get to submit your hack for all the other awards. Yeah. But you can submit for the best hack in progress award every year and get your recognition. Absolutely. The next category we have is best gameplay design, or I guess it's it's what we think is a more accurate descri uh, description of best gameplay from the jams from the hack jams and i guess to, for best gameplay design we're we're mostly referring to systems outside of dungeon design so we're talking about various tools that may have been introduced various new menus or or mechanics or or, or that kind of stuff which you know has been seen in in the jams um mm -hmm. and we've seen some some great new mechanics and like i said the asm wizardry that happens because of it yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah so this hack uh, this hack category is really for that uh type of i guess design choices that have been made in that in the hacks the Good next I, I, do you mind if i do yeah i'll do these because uh these these are i think really up my alley okay um in terms okay. of um in in terms of what they are so best narrative and self-explanatory i mean for me personally and we'll probably get into it a little bit later when we talk about my projects but for me pokemon mystery dungeon has always been about the narrative um however weird and wonderful it is whether it be the the, the great characters that you have in gates or the absolute batshit craziness of super or just the the emotional heartfeltness of explorers. I think PMD for me has been about the narrative, and so um, there have been a lot of hacks out there that have been have tried to recreate that magic, and a lot of them have really succeeded in that. And this this is really the 
the category or the categories, because there are a few others, um, that that really sort of make those parts of the franchise shine. So we've got best narrative, we've got best single cutscene, and for this, creators will be able to self-submit up to two scenes to be added to the judging pool. So it's not like, you know, maybe people can think of eight or nine or ten different scenes that, oh, I like that one in that part. Oh, no, I like that. They, they will be self-selected by you, the creators uh, out there. And then there's also best cutscene direction. And, and this is always, especially when it comes to Explorers, something that I think has made it the lightning in the bottle that it is. And this refers to stuff like music selection, actors and character movements, the usage of effects, timing, um, all sorts of the different things can, that can really make a scene have that impact. And I think, yeah, I, I'm I'm personally excited, uh, and I have been very excited of seeing, you know, the, the type of of narratives that have come out of the hacks so far, and the and the type of hacks that that it will be. Because I think, I think this this is definitely one of the strengths of of this that this this allows the the franchise. And, and forgive me for <laughs> forgive me for rambling a bit, but Mystery Dungeon to me you can tell a, a much deeper stories that you can with mainline games. Now, I mean, I'm not familiar with mainline hacks and, and if they've sort of gone deeper, I think it's still very much about the monster collecting rather than the actual stories. But um, yeah, I think the, these three categories, so narrative, single cutscene and cutscene direction. Um, and those, those are the three that I think probably I'll be focusing on quite a look to see just what you guys decide is is the best. Yeah, I agree. I th I think there's we are both in that same boat where uh, we are. <laughs> you know, I think we were both almost to look at this list and say, well, best narrative that might as well just be the same as hack of the year. Um, not which obviously yeah. is not it's not exactly true because that's not the only thing that goes <laughs> into it. Something else I want to bring up for best cutscene direction because this is a new category. Uh, it hasn't been in any of the hack jams yet. I wanted to include this because I think that's the difference between um, a fan fiction and a ROM hack, for, for lack of a better term. And I don't mean that in a stupid-ass pretentious way. I mean it as in fan fictions are text, ROM hacks are cutscenes, you know? And that's, that's kind of the difference, because the text is still there, but you have all the extra, um, all the extra elements that are going on at the same time while there's also text. <laughs> so there's there's good and bad ways to do that. And there's there's a lot of people that have definitely been pretty creative and gone outside the box of what um, they do in the original game with all the same tools. So that's, I, I thought it was really important to include. Yeah. Uh, next couple categories. Uh, best character creators can self-submit up to two characters um for uh the hack that they're nominating and just a little bit of elaboration on that there's going to be a like uh, a self-nomination period where creators will have the chance to this is around the time when judges are selected near the end of the year as well they um i am choosing to submit my hack which means i am going to hold the judges at gunpoint and force them to play through my hack and uh, also to, to kind of limit the scope and kind of make these categories more votable. Because in some of these games, if you're going to have best single cutscene, 
in some hacks you could have like eight nine ten different options and then your votes could get split between all those different cutscenes, that type of thing that that's my primary concern uh so i think limiting it to two but two that the creators want to be nominated for all these so best single cutscene is like that best character uh the next one is best boss fight Along with best narrative, that's another one where I immediately think like, oh yeah, that's that's gonna be a, a very prestigious category. Best boss fight. Um <clears throat> and that can be judged based on both gameplay competence and story significance, uh slash a combination of both. So whatever. I mean it's probably gonna be a combination of both from uh from every judge, I would think. Because you know. Mm. Um and then, even if it includes a pretty cool gimmick, like like DX does with their, you know, meteor showers for the Rayquaza fight. That's true. That's true. A lot, a lot of different ways that you can cut best boss fight as well. And we've we've already seen. I don't know if I would just want to like spoil every hack I'm thinking of right now because we have to we have to spread our content. This is episode one. Yeah. <laughs> so we we can't talk about every hack yet, but there's some that come to mind immediately where it's like, yeah, that could definitely. Um, like, just fights that are very memorable for one reason or another. Um, and then best single dungeon, next category, creators can self-submit up to two of those. Best dungeon design, this is a generalized category talking about, um, just dungeons, I, I don't know, before, uh, dungeon design and, uh, gameplay design they've always been separate categories but there's been some confusion over what the difference is and gameplay design is stuff that's outside of dungeons if that makes any sense <laughs> even though all the gameplay occurs in dungeons dungeon design is more like you have your systems in place now here are the levels you build around it you know if if you're going to put it in like in platformer terms which i know it's not a good comparison uh i, I would say best gameplay is like how good does your jump feel? How good does your run feel? And then level design is level design. You know, same idea. Uh, and then best custom graphics, most unique slash creative. Also going to be a really contentious one. And most technically impressive, um, which... Is both of us I, we, category? Yeah, we both we both just punt on that. But it seems like last hack, Jay, that was really contentious as well. <laughs> so oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the last hack, Jam, There were so many good hacks that really it suffered from the there can only be one winner problem. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. It was there was just there, there were a few hacks that like that just missed out. I think just because. Yeah, it was just so, too close. Like even my score sheet that I had, like I used, like it was hard to separate at times. So yeah, I think, I think it's it's going to be a really interesting. It's going to be really interesting. I think to see what what the community votes on and and how close. And I I wouldn't suspect that in a lot of these character uh, categories that the votes are going to be quite close. Yeah, I imagine so too. That's that's why the the hope is to have like a big enough judge pool where we can really get some uh, diversity of thought in here because <laughs> the, these are very very contentious things uh, in terms of like you said it being 
so close and really just coming down to the preference where almost you kind of want to take the as much hate to use this word but take as much randomness out of the voting as you can by having a big enough sample size that's really the dream of uh of what the panel's going to be so back to that point from before start playing hacks and uh decide who's going to win these awards okay we're at the 30 minute mark and i don't have anything on here except for the interview so uh can we take a break? Um, I just need to just head yeah. out. I just need to do something for five, five, ten minutes, and then I'll be back. Yes. Uh, when we come back, uh, here's our <laughs> here's our ad read. Um, gonna have an interview about the rom hack projects that Yakuman has been working on. All right, we're back from uh, Rage Shadow Legends ad read. Joined by Yakumon, the co-host. And uh, we are going to be talking about PMD Retold and some of the other projects that he has been working on. Uh, PMD Retold is... Uh, I've Sorry, I probably should have asked this before we started, but I, I'm assuming finished in uh, January 15th, 2022... Will this be eligible for uh, the Hack of the Year awards? Are you going to nominate well, it? Well, I mean, th th this is the thing. Okay. Um, yeah, this this is the thing. Um, this hack is not playable, and it it will not be put in a playable state. Uh, well, maybe, maybe we should start from the beginning, and then I can explain why it, it it's not going to be uh, a playable hack. Because I've had a lot of people ask me, is this a playable hack? Can, where can I get the patch? And I'm like, nah. Well, before you get into that, um, I think what you just said was, yes, you are going to nominate it for um, best narrative, best cutscenes, best characters, and all that shit. And it <laughs> well, will win yes, as well. Think, uh, <clears throat> well, yes, it will. It will win. <laughs> and I think for, for those that, that, that maybe aren't on the Sky Temple Discord, um, or all the related sort of hack, communities uh i am known to be a bit of a shill <laughs> it's it's a bit of a but i that's i i Let, let's start for the beginning let's start for the beginning yeah. for for the folks at home who um have been out of the loop um where have you retold been? your your primary project right let's say we're speaking to a hypothetical audience who um posts on fucking uh the mystery dungeon reddit and all this shit and doesn't actually pay attention to the discord and all that um and isn't you aren't spending every week second of your life caring about pokemon rom hacks what's wrong with you that's what I this know. podcast is what for is folks. Wrong with you? um but for these people explain what is pmd retold okay so pmd retold is a youtube web series uh that's essentially the same Explorers of Sky uh, game narrative that you all know and love, but the big difference is, is that there is a talking protagonist, uh, and I've also thrown in some lore dumps, some headcanons, some, some, I guess, enhancements to the story along the way, but essentially it is the same story 
but with the main character that actually talks. The silent protagonist is no more. It it annoys me to no end. And finally, they have a voice. Or should I say he has a voice? Because it is a it is said character. So it's <laughs> it goes back to it being non-playable. But uh yes, I, I think I think uh he him pronouns are probably probably best used here. He him. That's uh that's a <laughs> yes <laughs> all right so um th this is a story that you've told me a couple times but i think it's good so you should say it on record what is what is the story behind uh the pmd retold narrative and uh the right whatever yeah so i mean this is this is probably something that if you want to go like right right back to the beginning uh, probably goes right back to when I first had the game and when it was released here, um, which here in Australia, we had a different release date to everyone else. Um, Explorers of Time and Darkness came out and I don't have it on, on hand at the moment, the date, but it was sometime in 2008, but I think it was like July, 2008. And that I think I think I'm not exaggerating when I I said that that was probably the day my life changed forever. Forget COVID, forget everything else. This is when life changed forever for Thanks. me. Um, and and I mean I'd already played through Rescue Team and thought and, and that was really the first narrative game that I played. And it was and and back then when I was a you know a younger person, I thought this is the greatest story I've ever heard. And 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 then Explorers of Time because I picked up Time that sort of just took it to another level. And I think I've always had an affinity for the game. And I can even pinpoint the moment that, that it was basically the, and spoiler alert if you haven't played Explorers, but then why are you listening to this podcast? Um, the, the part when Dusk Noir grabs the players and the partner and goes into the, the, the ruined future, that was the moment that it just... I, I I was not expecting that betrayal. It's obvious now, but to I was oblivious to all of the foreshadowing, and it was it 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 struck an emotional chord with me that it's like I actually felt betrayed in real life. I really did. Uh, so ever since then, and then the narrative that happened afterwards, I I've had a really strong affinity for for this game, and 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 it was probably you know really the beginning of, of what I like to think of as as a sort of my love of narrative focused gaming but um, that's another story for another podcast another time so I guess fast forward oh I reckon I reckon to 2017 or 20, 2017 um I, I was pretty much burned out on Pokemon I left the series in gen 4 and I didn't come back to it at all for a very long time and then the nostalgia bait of the detective pikachu movie came out watched that suddenly got an interest in pokemon again and thought oh you know what i'll, I'll play a, i'll do a nostalgic playthrough of sky and then that kind of it brought back all of those kind of childhood things of all the head cannons and, and and all that that i had and i thought to myself well instead of just remembering them in my head why not write them all down in like a fan fictiony type story and and I and I started writing an un, an unreleased fan fiction, and I never planned on releasing it. Where I just put down basically my 
vision of what I would call like a like a, a Explorers of Sky anime that that we never got. Um, and yeah, and I started that in August of 2019, and I just did it as like a like a thing, just a person, just to dump everything on the page, um, and and just and and that way it's there in writing. I don't have to like you know forget things or remember things, and, and it was actually really good. And so I did all of the main game, and I did all of the the post game, and and I finished um, that in well just under a year so uh probably yeah the well the last the po- last post game episode i've got here on my on my hard drive was created on in july 2020 and and when i wrote that i thought right that's it that's perfect it's fine this is probably the closest i'll ever get to seeing you know the actual explorers of sky story the way i like with the head cannons and all that there in writing and then along comes Sky Temple, not a few months later. And I was starting to think, hang on a minute. I could actually recreate this in the game. And so I did. I started, this was right, this was even before Sky Temple went properly public. It was just something that the creator um, uh, put on Reddit. And, um, and I, I just, I just got interested and then I started playing around with the tool, created the first episode. And I guess I was really excited by Sky Temple. So I was originally going to just make this for myself. I wasn't going to put it public, but I thought, you know what? Sky Temple is that good that I want to put it there for some promotion. And so I posted the first episode onto YouTube and then I got such a response that it just, People wanted more, and so, I, and I wanted more anyway, because I was doing this for myself. Um, and so, yeah, it sort of turned into PMD Retold, the adventures of Team Fire Spark, Mitchell the Chimcha, and Sparky v uh, Pikachu. And I, and it's it's quite interesting. And <laughs> um, I actually never named the partner a nickname. When I, during my playthrough, Sparky was very. So you just made that up. I created for the story. Wow. <laughs> I did. I just, I just made that up. That's I just made that up. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but it's. Uh, I know. I'm, I'm. Look, I'm info dumping hard right now. I really am. This is. That's, that's what it's all about. Baby. That's the goal here. No, that's a, that's a great. Is... Everyone is now caught up. They, they understand. There's a, a lot of love that went into it. I didn't know that uh, how <laughs> you said you just uploaded it just because you wanted to promote Sky Temple. That is uh, so funny well, in well, retrospect, see, is, right? <laughs> yeah, well, see, this is the thing, right? And, 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 and this is the thing, right? I, I, the, and this is why the character in PMD Retold, and it's, it's out there, it's out in the open, it is a self-inserted name. Uh, if I knew that this was going to be a, a proper like series that I was putting out into public and not something I would just privately make for myself, I would have used a pseudonym. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, my first name is out there but now in the public yourself. domain. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I'm gonna be. Uh, uh, I'm gonna be. Uh, well, I mean, you know. Thankfully, I live in a country where it takes a lot of money to fly too. So you know, I think I'm, <laughs> I think I'm safe. <laughs> but yeah, that is the that's the story of of, of 
PMD retold, and it's really, it's really just, it's really, it's always been something that I've just made for myself because I just, this is still one of my favorite games of all time. Really, this is, this is, you know, it, very few things have ever ever topped that. Something I want to go into. Um, you said before that you wanted this to this. This is like a hypothetical what if PMD Explorers was an anime. Um, and I've, I've said before while um, talking about uh, hit my head on the desk again. My hand, rather. I'm sorry. Not my head. <laughs> yeah, um, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Corrupted Core. Uh, what you, one of your projects. While I was playing through that, I was saying that PMD Retool has a real uh, Saturday morning cartoon vibe. I think there's some crossover there, you, you know, when you get into the some of those shonen animes and whatever. Um, but regardless of whatever you want to call it, uh, is, is there any kind of, like, direct influence that you had in mind or some things that made you think, like, uh, in, in that style of, like, I wanted to emulate that or um, just this made me feel compelled to write or, you know, anything along those lines? So, I mean, I think I think what I was always aiming for, even when I was, I guess, writing the original script, was the, I guess, the narrative, the, the way that the dialogue is in Explorers is, is something that is very much like a, like a Saturday morning anime, um, that, you know, a bit like the Pokemon anime or, or something like that, where it is very kind of Japanese in its inflections and... Uh, very kind of, you know, let's go here, character, and, and all that. So I really just, I didn't want to try and rewrite what the characters were saying, but rather mould the new dialogue that I was adding and, and what the what the characters were saying. Kind of, uh, I guess, yeah, kind of, I guess, um, I guess Mitchell is, in, in Retold, it is very much that kind of stereotypical you know, hero of the story kind of thing where there's, you know, you know, right is always good and stands. And I think, so I think the the character itself, I didn't really think like too much about it. I just kind of molded it around. Well, how would, how would it look like if this was an anime? I suppose. I think you are probably right. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, that yeah, there were definitely what I was picturing in my head and, and what I, when I was writing, was that if we if if this was broadcast as part of the Explorers anime that we never got and only got two promotional specials? Very of. sad. I know. Kind of on the um, same idea there. Personally, some of my favorite parts of uh, of Retold are some of the things that are, um, I guess, very clearly. Not something that could be emulated in a uh, playable game. There's a lot of stuff in this series that is accomplished through the uh, the magic of video editing. Uh, you know, <laughs> not, not only just from a, a gameplay sense, but a narrative sense as well. Um, some things that you know, it, it is a PMD ROM hack, but that is kind of a story through which a more um, I guess cinematic like TV special thing is being told. So. Uh, I guess my question there is, uh, do you have any any favorite 
bits of those that you, you kind of want to talk about or or what what was the idea behind that are, are those just things that you wanted to implement to kind of like keep the story fresh or what is it so i think really what my idea was for retold and and, and what i wanted to do was um i think i didn't want to assume that players have actually seen the story beforehand um and, and so I guess try and try and make it so there is something fresh for everyone, no matter what. So I think one of the early things that, that I quite like about, and one of my favorite early scenes actually is the waterfall cave exploration in that. And this is really the, you know, this is this first scene in the game where, you know, it's, it's supposed to establish the, the, the start of the bond between the player and the partner, but it's in, but this is where retold's first divergence happens. And I mean, I, I won't, I won't go into it completely for those that haven't seen, but um, one, of, one of my favorite early things is that it does establish a little bit of, I guess, Mitchell's character in that he's a chimcha and he, and he gets asked to touch the waterfall by the partner. Of course. <laughs> and, and, then there's so much kind of water-based shenanigans that happens that, you know, he discovers he actually has a fear of water because being a chimchari is a fire type. And he's like, what is this instinct that's kicking in here? I've never, like, I've never felt like this before. And so, and, and, and I guess there's actually a payoff for that later in the, um, later in the story. But, that that whole thing about the fear of water actually was added after I wrote the original script. Like that was just something okay. that I thought, oh, you know what would be funny? Uh, why 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 not have Chimchar have a fear of water? And, and and yeah, and and also too, sort of like um. So there's sort of that little kind of di- that then diverges part of the other story. Um, but then there's also sort of later when they get back, um, the whole kind of reveal of Wigglytuff being the one that actually, you know, the, the, the first dimensional scream and, and all that, um, there's, there's a big divergence there. And so I think it, it, it's, it's, it sort of hooks people in and sort of shows that this is something that I think is, is different to the original because of the way that it, that it um, speaks to it. And there are other sort of divergences too. Um, I mean, I think if if you if you don't like the team skull bit, I know a lot of people don't. They, they get very mad about that. I know Max, you 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 address that in your own hack. Um, yeah, I think correct. Th- there is definitely a yeah. The, I think a lot of people want divergence in that part of the story, and and I think it's um, it, it I think I, I I think again, it's it's one of the divergences are actually probably one of my favorite. Parts of parts of the divergences are probably are actually my favorite because they they add life, I think, to the story. Well, sure. I mean, th- this is a story that people have. I mean, there's people that play this game a hundred billion times. You know, it's it's any kind of. Uh, I almost get the um, the impression, and correct me if I'm wrong here, that it's like almost like you're building up to the divergences because people know it's coming, but they don't know when. So so it's yes. when it, when it does happen it really it's like oh this is a really cool spin on it 
while keeping the same yeah. the same general tone, the same uh, same idea, but just executed in a in a fresh way. Yeah, I I think that really like how I approach, and I guess this is just something in general that I like to approach. I like to approach stories in general, knowing what the end game is, so that you can build up to it. That you know, there are some say TV shows and movies and that where it almost feels like they're making it up as they go along and plot holes appear and things don't things don't make sense. But you know, I I, I wanted to make sure with with retold that there was a payoff to actually watching this and 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 knowing that that you know these are unique characters that are different to the characters that you 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 know or you yourself and i think i think in a way and we talked i talked about this before about this being a non-playable rom i actually think that the fact that this rom isn't playable and it is only accessible in a web series i think in a way, you actually gain more character by losing the sense of self-projection that the game gives okay. you as the player. Interesting. I wouldn't have even thought of that part of it, but that definitely makes sense. I just thought of it then. <laughs> <laughs> just occurred. Okay. Uh, another question I had was, uh, for those that are not aware, PMD Retold is the first ever length project to be finished uh first episode upload october 30th 2020 final episode shouldn't say final because you're still making episodes but uh chapter 20 episode january 15th 2022 um really general question there but what is it like to be the first one to finish it's it's something that's really it's something that's I don't think of myself as kind of thinking, oh, I'm the first to finish. I think just the idea that I have finished and, and more the reception that I've gotten from from people. Like I, I upload my videos with a live chat function using the, the YouTube Premiere function. And what always blows me away, and even before that, it's just the people that put comments in my videos and, 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 and talk about the live chat and all that, like, I, I very early on, I was I've I've just been blown away by the reception because I guess in my mind I'm kind of thinking this is just the same story you've seen. You know what's coming. You were all super fans here. You know you, you know what's coming. But I guess I know watching say the 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 final scene, chapter twenty, um, live with you know people that they could watch it and and seeing those those final scenes, the, those very emotional scenes, like everyone knew what was coming and everyone knew sort of the set, the set pieces. They knew how it was going to, you know, end and, and everything. But there's and, still and a reaction. There's still a reaction. And, and there's still like people going, oh, wow, this is brilliant. And, and oh, you know, you've, you've made such a, you know, you're doing Arceus's work and, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and, it's like, it's like, wow, like, like to me, a talking, I mean, look, there's a lot of effort that's gone into us, I, I know, but in the end, all I've changed is that the main character talks, but I think, I think it's just the, 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 this, I guess finishing and knowing that kind of what I did was, you know, it, it wasn't just a talking protagonist, I think. 
I think it allowed people to experience the story in a different way, and they really were receptive to um, how how they how they how the feedback that I got. And I think that's more what I've taken away from this. Not not necessarily that oh I'm the first to finish and and, and all that. It, it's more the reaction that I've gotten along the way, and and just the 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 amount of positive feedback that that I've gotten from from people watching. Okay, I uh, I think we already kind of touched on this a couple times, but um, I, I said at the start that you'd be able to talk about this later. Uh, do you hate <laughs> when people ask you is retold going to be playable? Hate is a strong word. <laughs> I think um, I think yeah, kind of a bait and switch look, question I mean, on it's, my it, end. It, it's, it, <laughs> it it annoys me. Not so much on their end, but on my end, because it's like, oh, you know, if I'd only known that, you know, this was playable, I'd make more of an effort to, um, to not make to to make it playable. But and I'll, and I'll tell everyone here for those that have watched Retold and 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 those that want a bit more of a detailed answer, um, because I sort of saw this as just a video series. I really messed around with scene order, with, uh, with, with you know various things. I mean, the Century Duty episode. I mean, it is possible now, but back when I did the Century Duty episode, um, importing objects, uh, importing sprites into the thing, um, the footprints were all, you know, downloaded off the internet um, <laughs> and all that, and I and, and just used the magic of video editing to do that bit. Um, as well, too, actually, the Sentry Duty, there would be a lot of ludonarrative dissidents. Like, I'd almost have to cut the minigame entirely from the game to because there is a narrative... There's a very significant early narrative foreshadowing that, that Sentry Duty, and it relies on... It relies on players getting a perfect score. So that that's... You know, that, that's one of the things. But, mm. um, you know, there are also times where I've noticed, say, spelling mistakes, but I've already saved further on so i can't sort of recall that scene or all that and i mean this was before you know again this was the early days of sky temple before we now have stuff where you can just jump to scenes willy-nilly from you know calling a debug menu a right. custom debug menu and everything um so sometimes i would say you know you'd have the crossroads at treasure town and you know i'd walk upwards but walking upwards actually triggers a cutscene that happened like one whole chapter ago or something because I have to re-record it and then something like that. So th there's all this, like, it's become spaghetti code, I suppose. Right. Um, and, and then and then the real kicker at the end is that um, I, when I was playing around with debug scenes and whatnot, um, and, and, and there was a, techni a technical reason that I then ended up losing the majority of the save data and having to redo that from scratch. So there's an entire scene where I'm just reloading all of the variables from and, and, and everything. So it unfortunately the the ROM that I used has been has been cut and pasted so many times that it, it's just it, it ha it's just gonna be too much work to put in a playable state. But I think I, I think that doesn't matter. Because I think going back, I think what I now sort of see with retold and and Team Firespark has kind of become part of the the, the Sky Temple iceberg, if you want, if you will. Yeah, um, for sure. And and so it's it's almost it's almost a bit wrong to then 
have the same narrative but using a different team or a different different thing and 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 yeah and actually one other thing that i probably should point out is that a lot of the narrative is specifically geared towards the player being a chimchar and the partner being a pikachu um you know various you know references to fire types or again using gendered pronouns rather than you know they them and, and all that because you know they are defined characters with defined genders mm-hmm. um and and so so yeah so i mean uh, if it was making it playable i'd obviously take that into account you know but um again that's sort of another consideration that that i'd have to make it it's it, it's I think the type of story that I wanted to tell, I'm not sure if it would have the same impact if it was its own game. All right, we're at uh, we're at a half hour, and I guess we decided before we started that's going to be like our spot. But um, just a couple quick questions that I think people want to hear. Sure. What is your favorite part of Retooled? Well, I I personally think that. Um, the, the fugitive arc, the entire fugitive arc from, well, even not just that, but pretty much from the point of which um, Dusk Noir arrives in Treasure Town all the way to when the partner and Grovile are talking at the top of Sharpedo Bluff and the sun rises. You know, you know the scene I'm talking about. Of course, about. yeah. Um, but that entire kind of five-chapter arc I think Explorer's Middle is actually probably the strongest part. Oh, absolutely. And, and just, like, I, I always get a kick from just watching some of those set-piece scenes and and the divergences that have occurred or even just the world-building and, and all that. Um, I mean, I guess if you, if, you, if you haven't watched Retold and you want a little bit of a... Um, a little bit of a, an incentive, you, you will get a little bit more of a... Uh, a, a canon, I suppose, a head canon into the origins of why the human and Grovile decided to pursue the, uh, the, 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 you know, to, to restore time, restore time's balance, I suppose. But, um, but yeah, I think that entire kind of, that entire bit, I think that is my favorite. Just, just, there's just one chapter where it's just, you know, reveal after reveal after reveal. It's it's almost it's almost too many reveals, but it's um, but yeah, it's it's. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's definitely like you said, probably the most iconic part of the uh, the original game. Personally, Dustnor is my favorite character in the original game. He's every time he's on sea, it's just gold, and that's when he's uh <laughs> he's most relevant to this. Absolutely. Um, uh, next question I have. We've been talking about Retold a lot. You do have uh, another project that I touched on earlier, uh, Corrupted Core Prologue, released for the May 2021 Hack Jam. And you also have a new hack on the way. I forget if you've uh, officially announced it or not, um, but do you want to talk a little bit about uh, both those? Just anything you want to add, uh, any kind of progress, things you learn, things you want to do, et cetera. Yeah, so I guess, I guess for me, and 
we'll talk about this another time when when it gets closer and the inspir like because okay. if I start talking about the inspirations and and all that for these new hacks that we'll be here for another forty five minutes. Sure. <laughs> but sure. um, but real quickly, corrupted core was something I made for the hack hack jam of May twenty twenty one, as you said, and this was really like. I was like, right, now I've made re making retold. I think I'm, you know, good enough. I can make my own game. And I've been wanting to make a game um, of a certain kind. Uh, I, I won't give too much away because it, it's it's kind of, it's a bit spoilery, although I have leaked it to many people in the Discord, but that's okay. Um, and Corrupted Core was really sort of, it was really a thematic, there's really a thematic thing going on where, uh, well, I mean, I guess I can say the plot of this one, because, and you might get the idea, is where um, Team Firespark go on an exploration, and then they somehow meet four characters from the Gates to Infinity universe. So, and then that that was the prologue, but it sort of didn't really go anywhere. But I've always kind of sort of it's those kind of themes, those kind of uh, multiverse kind of kind of thing, you know, kind of. It's it's hard to explain without giving too much away and, and what games are sort of inspiring mm -hmm. me in that, that sort of sense. But I have got a... The, the, the hack that I've got, and I've got it on a little bit of a hiatus right now while I'm really focusing on the post-game of Retold, is I, I, it's a project that is simply called 4. And what 4 is, is 4 uh, short stories. I guess it's an anthology hack. And it's just 4 different characters, each with their own predicaments, their own, um, I guess, challenges that they have to get, get through. And it really is aimed at the type, at the, at the, it really is a narrative-focused hack, it, it will be. And really, I think, tries to capture what makes Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Um, I won't okay. say much more about that because there's, there, there's going to be things in it that I think are going to be quite uh, different, and I kind of okay. <laughs> even though I've talked about it a lot, even though I've talked about it a lot with I know you know and mm -hmm. and, and, and and the Discord, some of the Discord knows. I think I, I want this to be something where when you get to a certain like, there's going to be a wow factor at a certain point where your idea of this game gets flipped on its head and. Uh, and yeah, I'm really excited. And, and this is something that I've been wanting to make for years. And, and finally, the this is the vessel in which this is this is the vessel that I'm using to finally get that creativeness out of me. That's what it's all about, honestly. Getting the the creativity out. That's I mean, that's what's so cool about uh, like we said at the very beginning of the show, like Guy Temple being something that is accessible. So instead of only having you know. Uh, for lack of a better term, I guess uh, computer-minded people able to be able to access this stuff, it, we're getting pure creatives who have a very little skill besides their creativity, <laughs> and, and they, they just let it fly. Um, okay, next question. Uh, another thing that we kind of talked about at the beginning. One thing that people who talk to you probably know, but not the hypothetical listener to this podcast who uh, has not interacted with you, isn't in that Discord server, whatever. Uh, you are a self-proclaimed shiller. And uh, you've said before, you think unashamed self-promotion is something that's very important for um, 
yourself and or the Sky Temple community. Why is that? I mean, I think, I think some of it is, look, I think it's, it's, it's sort of both pragmatic and selfish at the same time. I think on the selfish side, I do have an, I do have, it's exaggerated. My online persona is exaggerated in that I, I kind of joke about wanting clout and, and, and all that and, and everything. Um, but, uh, but it is true that in the internet, like, there is so much that gets sent in the void of the internet that you need something to stand out. You need, you need to almost dedicate yourself to promotion because, you know, you want people to give a damn about the stuff that you've created. And I think, I think, yeah, it's, I mean, I joke about it. I mean, it's, it's almost talked about ironically now um, in, in the, in the circles, but I think promotion is important because, you know, how else are you going to share what you want with, with the people that, that you want to see it? And, you know, to, for something to just be sent out there and, and die, it, it, it's, it's actually quite sad. And so I think part of it is just keeping, keeping what I make in the, in the public kind of, in the public thought, I suppose, for, for want of a better term, it's, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a self, like, I mean, I personally, like, I'm not in this for clout or ego, but I kind of have adopted the persona to to then kind of shamelessly go, oh, hey, by the way, I make this, you know, or, hey, I make this, or, and it just, just in general conversation, like, I, I just don't go spam discords and, and, and in the self-promotion channels and go, hey, create this, that, that, that's, <laughs> that'll get me banned from so many places, but I think, it, it's just it's just important for 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 what you for the stuff that you make you you want it to you want people to to view it and 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 all that now if, if you know if people don't like it well that's a different story but you know you want at least people to see it and i think that's why i've i kind of shill quite quite a lot but um in, in a way that's non it's 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 actually it's non oh what's the word it's it, it's it's not grading i suppose it's it doesn't it's it's not something that overstays its welcome thankfully but um yeah i'm just saying words here but hopefully they half of them made sense but yeah i, oh, think, I think so yeah and yeah uh, i think sorry to cut you off uh for for reference price just says at the start but um this is generally this community is uh with a lot of people who are pretty humble a lot of people who like i said before kind of like uh look down on their own work you know uh not not a lot of very proud people so so this guy uh saying all the time hey by the way check out pmd retold available on youtube it's something that kind of <laughs> stands out Necess not necessarily in a bad way but um yeah I, that's why the question was like, like yeah like i've kind of adopted this online persona of a chimchar obsessed person that likes shilling his hack. <laughs> like the amount of times I've memed four in the chat, and it's just become a me a in, in, in joke meme now in, in the communities that I'm in. It's kind of like th this is the thing. Like, and, and then I've got people where, where like have unironically said, Oh, I'm, you know, from what you've told me and, 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 and everything, I really want to check out this hack. And it's like, right. Mission accomplished. Right. 
It's it's like it's like it's like um and I, I look I hate to bring up because this will probably be dead a dead meme by the time this gets uploaded but it's Uh-oh. like Morbius right everyone's talking about Morbius at the moment you know I I, I I want I want my hack to be that but not unironically like I want it to be good unlike Morbius <laughs> but yes it'll probably be a dead meme and you'll probably cringe when you just heard that word being said and 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 then you'll cancel me on Twitter. You heard it here first. More, uh, four is going to be the Morbius of PMD ROM hacks, but good. But but good. I have to add that. But word. good. Um, last question. Let's let's make this interesting. Let's put a time limit on it. In uh, thirty seconds, tell me why is PMD retold going to win hack of the year? I think PMD Retold is going to win Hack of the Year because I think the characters are fantastic. I'm not biased there. I think the narrative is stronger than the original game, and I think it's just it's just a joy to watch. I think people have fallen in love with it, and I think I think it deserves your vote. Okay, perfect. That was actually a decent bit under thirty seconds, but that's all right. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I know. I know. To I, I am. I tend to ramble, so uh, <laughs> I, I, right. cut it short. That's it. That's it. That's Guy Temple podcast episode one. We're trying to have this come out uh, every other week. If you've actually watched till the end, um, and you are thank a you. yeah, thank you first of all. And if you're a creator who's trying to get on this show, have us um, talk about your hack. That's that's something that we didn't really do this episode, but. Uh, the the plan is that both of us at the start are gonna be, uh, breaking down some of the like the little stuff other people might not notice, and uh, also broad strokes as well. I guess just things that we liked about uh, a particular hack, mm. and then have the interview in the second half. That's kind of the idea. So if you are trying to get interviewed, um, I know there's a couple of people who've already shown interest. Then definitely let us know through uh, whatever means necessary. Both of us. Or at least I am, I know I'm available via uh, Discord DMs anytime and uh, YouTube comments and uh, what's all the other stuff we said at the start. Tell us if you want this to actually be uploaded on podcast platforms because I don't know. Um, comments, concerns, like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell. Great shout, Legends. One in one million. Any other dead <laughs> memes we missed? Grammarly. <laughs> Grammarly. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look. Uh, right. Thanks for watching. Free advertising. <laughs>